Hey, this is Mike from EpicMarketer.com. I wanted to let you know that the episode you're about to listen to is from our archives and a podcast that I did called the Internet Marketing Podcast back in 2013. You'll notice that we reference the domain Mike'sPodcast.com, which I no longer own, but I still wanted to make sure that you had access to some of the great content and interviews from this session. So if you need anything in the future, please visit EpicMarketer.com. Thanks so much and enjoy the podcast. The Internet Marketing Podcast with your host, Mike Cowles. All right, welcome to the Internet Marketing Podcast. This is your host, Mike Cowles. And for the first technical skill of five that you really need in order to make money online, the first one is blogging. Now, what we're talking about with blogging is not actually setting up a blog. You can hire somebody to do that for five bucks on Fiverr. And because it's something that you really only need to do once, uh, there's no reason to go ahead and acquire a new skill to be able to do that. What I'm talking about is the actual act of blogging, you know, writing posts, uh, creating pages, adding videos and audio and reports, etc. So the reason why this is so important is first of all is you own it okay so just like uh, my buddy James Shramko talks about owning the race course you own your own blog so there's a lot of different uh, great opportunities out there right now whether it's Facebook or YouTube or whatever and all those things have their place but each one of those things are owned by somebody else and the rules tend to change over time sometimes it's a matter of a trend and something's no longer popular Uh, Can you say MySpace? Other times, a company may decide to change the rules and you may be kicked out for whatever reason. So when it comes to a blog, you own it on your own domain. We're not talking about having it on WordPress.org or .com. We're talking about you spend the $9 on GoDaddy to get a domain name. You get your hosting, most likely from HostGator, for, uh, you know, three, four bucks a month. And now you own a blog, and you can constantly point people back to your site. So the reason why this is so critical is you can bring people to your blog in order to put them on your list. You can get them in front of your offers. You can uh, reveal affiliate offers, special offers. You can bring them back to your own products, etc. And a huge thing is Google rewards you for having a good quality blog with more traffic so every time you write a new page or a new post if you do it the right way the way that I teach in the Academy then you'll actually rank for that and you'll get more traffic every single time you do it because you're doing this with long tail keywords now what I mean by that is if you're in the dog training niche a long tail keyword might be how to teach your German Shepherd to sit versus a short tail keyword would be something like dog training okay so if you do it the right way and you get some keyword research done which is not a skill that you need to learn then you'll have a nice long list of keyword phrases that you can be blogging about on a regular basis and just one good batch of keyword research should last you for several months okay as far as topics to uh, blog about okay so skill number two is research now this is something that's definitely teachable learnable but it's something that's extremely valuable 
And what I'm talking about as far as research is not going to the library, not hiring a detective. What I'm talking about is researching your market, researching what your audience is looking for. And the way to do this most of the time is by going to sites like Google or YouTube and pulling up simple questions, okay? If the number one concern that you're seeing on blogs and in podcasts and in forums is, for instance, if you're in the dog training niche, I always use it as an example, is, you know, my dog is eating my shoes. Then you simply go to Google and you type in how to get my dog to stop eating my shoes. And you can word that a bunch of different ways. How to get your dog, how to teach your dog, how to stop your dog, And then you can break it down into different breeds, how to get your German Shepherd, how to get your Golden Retriever, how to get your Poodle, okay? And you'll find different answers for all those things, but you'll end up coming across a few things. One is you're going to come across good quality content. Another is you're probably going to come across a product that has an affiliate program. So not only are you able to provide your audience with good quality answers and directions to help them with their frustrations, but you're also able to get a reward by referring somebody else's product as an affiliate. So you need to know how to do research. This is going to give you content. It's going to give you experience. It's going to give you an awareness of your market, which you always want to be watching for because there's always going to be changes. There's going to be trends. Things are going to become legal or illegal or easy or hard. So you always want to be doing your research. And this also helps you create value. So skill number three is goal setting. Now, this is really the most important for growth in your business. And you might not think of this as a technical skill, but goal setting is something that you can work on for years and years and years and always be learning more things about and always being amazed at how uh, much of a huge impact it has on your business. So when you learn how to set goals, you really learn how to make things go from impossible to real. From I I could never do that to, yeah, that's attainable. And one of the quick tips I'll share with you about goal setting is breaking things down, okay? Being as specific as you possibly can. So instead of saying, I want to be rich or I want to make a lot of money, you know, let's pick a number. What's the most you've ever made? Let's say it's 50000 a year, okay? Well, how about if we triple that, okay? For most people, to triple your income The thought of it actually happening gets you pretty excited, opens up a whole lot of possibilities. Now your mind starts going for all the different things that that would be great about that. We're not talking about winning the lottery and getting $14 We're talking about going from $50,000 to $150,000. So if you were to say, great, that means that I'm making three times as much, am I going to be working three times as hard? Well, maybe. Uh, there's a few different ways to make more money, okay? One of the things, let's say we're talking about making a million dollars, is you could sell a million products that pay you a dollar each. Or you could sell 10 things that cost $100,000 each, okay? And you can break it down in between all those things and start to see, ah, okay, so if I get more traffic to my offer that's $10, then I need to sell X number of products in order to make my goal. Well, now you can start saying, well, okay, so that means I, in the course of, say, for instance, if your goal, if you have to make 30 sales in a month, you could say, well, that means one sale a day. Okay, well, how can I get one more sale a day? Okay, uh, I could start a Google AdWords campaign. 
I could start a Facebook campaign. I could make it a point to contact somebody every single day that has either a good list, a good blog, a good radio show, a good podcast, whatever, and uh, find a way to incentivize them or pay for them to advertise my product. Maybe one day I'll get five sales and another day I'll get no sales, but it'll average out to one extra sale a day. So that's just a quick tip as far as goal setting is be specific and break it down and and don't go so crazy high that you're going to feel like it's impossible before you even get started. This also helps you just to be able to teach what you do or even talk about what you do and Uh, Another huge thing that's really important, not just about goal setting, but just about business in general and life in general, is it always helps to start with the end in mind. Okay, Do you have an extra strategy? Are you painting yourself into a corner? If you do this and you make three times as much money, are you going to be working three times as many hours that you can't get out of and you're going to be stuck and frustrated and wish you'd never started? Well, if you set a good goal and you start you know, looking at it from short-term, mid-term, and long-term, now you're going to be in a better situation. Now, I do lean more towards uh, the Tim Ferriss mentality of not having long-term goals. For one, it's it's too far away for most people to picture or visualize, but you can set goals, say, for instance, for this year, okay? In other words, the next 12 months, you can change your life in a huge way just by focusing on what am I going to do different this year? What do I expect to have different this year? There are people that lose 100 pounds in a year. Okay, There are people that go from making, you know, being broke and being bankrupt to making a million dollars in a year. There are people that find the love of their lives, get married, and you know, move to Florida, move to Hawaii, whatever. So keep in mind, a year is a great time span to say that's enough time to make some huge changes in my life. Now let's break it down to six months, three months, and the next 30 days. And most importantly, anytime you set a goal, in order for a decision to be a real life-changing decision, and this is a quote from Tony Robbins, it has to involve some immediate action. So whether it's making a call, whether it's canceling something, subscribing to something, investing in something, reading something, whatever it is, you have to have some action right now that agrees with that goal. So if your goal is to lose weight, maybe it's to go take some of that junk food you have in your cabinet or your freezer or whatever and throw it in the toilet. And do a Tony Robbins. Play Queen's We Are the Champions while you're doing it so that it's a fun memory. So it's something you can look back at and say, you know, I knew I was serious when I did that. I remember being excited instead of being depressed when I threw out that Rocky Road ice cream or whatever it is. So that's uh, uh, technical skill number three, which is goal setting. Now, the skill for number four is really one that I'm excited about. And it's one that I, I hope that you can wrap your head around why this is so important and that's marketing or selling this is the most valuable skill and very learnable okay and when i say the most valuable skill i mean uh financially it's the most valuable skill okay there's so many people out there that want to learn how to do for instance html or coding or graphics or whatever and even if you do this and you do this well and even if you do it for yourself you're still an employee if you think about it, you're you know, a glorified employee, but you're still an employee. You work 
for a, an hourly wage, whether it's $5 an hour or 50 bucks an hour or $500 an hour. If you stop working, you stop making money. Now, when, you're get, when you get good at marketing or selling, you can uh, hire somebody else to do the technical work or to do the service, and you can go out and sell 5 or 10 or 20 more. And the money that's left over is always going to leverage way more than if you do all the work yourself. So get good at marketing and selling. And when it comes to uh, being online, you want to remember, you can always redo a video. You can always rewrite a sales page. You can split test bullets or prices or graphics, etc. This is not like, you know, standing in somebody's door, you know, in a black suit in Georgia when it's 100 degrees out trying to sell a vacuum cleaner to somebody that's already got a vacuum cleaner. This is a matter of because of the internet, because of the opportunities you're out there, you can sell in a way where really one of the negative connotations a lot of people have about selling is it's a way of talking people into something or you know, forcing people or pressuring people to do something that they don't want to do. And that's totally the wrong way to look at it, okay? What selling is, is it's educating somebody to make a good choice, it's educating somebody to make a good choice. So if you're looking for you know, uh, people to buy your hamburgers and you're hanging around with vegetarians, you're not going to do any selling no matter how good you are. And you're just going to be frustrated and they're going to be frustrated. But because of the internet and technology, you can go and look and find your market and then you can find the best solution and then you can educate them as to why that's the best solution. So keep that in mind. You know, Read a lot. This is one of the biggest differences for people that are successful and people that aren't is most people that are not successful that would rather have excuses than money or excuses than success is they don't read. They would rather watch TV or flip through a magazine, but they're not actually reading good quality content. Make it a point at least 10 minutes every single day to read. Okay, you can simply have a book in the bathroom. You always have five, ten minutes a day in there, right? You can have it in your car when you're at a red light, when you're early for an appointment, or you're sitting in a doctor's office, or you're working on a treadmill, whatever it is. You know, make it a point to read. Some books I highly suggest are The 4-Hour Workweek, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, How to Win Friends and Influence People, The Magic of Believing, The Magic of Thinking Big. There's so many out there that will really help you with your mindset and they're going to give you an experience and an insight that 99% of the people out there don't have okay so make it a point to read you will learn how to market better you'll learn how to sell more and you'll learn how to think better and you'll be able to see problems as challenges and you'll be able to see them as something that's uh, I can either work through this get around this learn from this make this a better uh, experience for me to be a better person instead of being devastated or or set back okay um, make it a point to watch videos that are educational okay whether they're products that you bought whether they're webinars that you're on whether you're going to you know conferences whatever it is but watch people that are successful that are already doing what you want to do or maybe that are doing something similar to what you want to do or maybe they've just got a skill that you want to acquire. For instance, if you're in the internet marketing niche and you watch somebody teaching how to do real estate, well, just watch how they teach. Even though you're not interested necessarily in real estate, you can still see 
How are they addressing people? How are they talking? How are they handling objections before they come up? How do they answer, answer those questions? How do they handle it when somebody's rude or bossy or pushy or whatever? Okay, so copy people that are successful and keep trying. Now, I want to take a quick uh, shout out to uh, Roger Vinciak about the question that he has that he put on Mike'sPodcast.com. Hi, Mike. It's Roger Vinciak again from Winter Springs, Florida. Uh, I think you're going to begin to think that this speak pipe uh, accessory you put on here may be good or maybe not now that I found it. Anyway, uh, that was supposed to be a joke. Anyway, um, what I'm curious is, uh, do you do most all of uh, your work yourself, or do you use any outsourcing? Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Okay, so Roger, thank you so much for asking that. And yes, I definitely believe in outsourcing, and you probably already have guessed that, the people that are listening to this uh, this episode, that this is something that is the skill number five, which is managing, okay? Now, Tim Ferriss from the 4-Hour Work Week talks about focusing on your strengths versus fixing every chink in your armor, and I agree with that 100%. The truth is you're going to have weaknesses, and some of them you're just never going to be able to get over or really even deal with. It's just part of who you are, how you're wired, and this is okay if you don't dwell on them. There's a lot of people out there that you can either partner with or team up with or get advice from, learn from, whatever. Make it a point to get great at the things that you really want to and ignore the things that you're just not wired to do, okay? So a few tips about managing. Make your expectations for the job crystal clear. Things like how often should we be communicating? How fast do I expect you to work? Uh, When are you going to have time off? What kind of uh, behavior are you going to have to do in order to expect a bonus? The big thing is to be fair, to treat people the way that you want to be treated, but to be clear about it. Now, before I ever hire somebody, I always start out with a test. And what I normally do, especially if it's uh, for, for instance, a virtual assistant or something like that, is I'll have them do a common task. So if I'm going to be hiring somebody to help me, for instance, do HTML work, okay, they're going to be uploading and downloading things and making changes on my blog or transcribing or whatever, is I will have them set up a WordPress blog, and they can just do that on WordPress.com. They can do that for free. Have them put a post on there. Have them uh, do a little research on maybe the five fastest way to lose weight or whatever it is just an example to see how they handle it and have them put on a graphic or a video that's relevant and when they come back to you with those results you should know right away either first of all did they do it in time did they do it quickly Uh, is their english good did they organize things in a good way how was their attitude with that task okay So by doing this, you're really going to be able to set yourself up to have uh, a much better relationship with people that work for you. And now for today's power tip. (laughs) And the tip for today, the power tip for today is a free tool for setting up systems from anywhere. And the last uh, technical skill we just talked about was management. We talked about hiring people. And this is a tool that goes right in line with that. And it's 100% free. 
in. It's a video recording software called Screener, and you can get this at screener.com, and that's spelled S-C-R-E-E-N-R.com. And it works just like, uh, you know, Jing or Camtasia, but it's a uh, it's an online web app. Okay, so what that means is you log in either with your Facebook or your Twitter account from any computer. So you could be on vacation, you could be at your mom's house, your friend's house, you could have your laptop, you could not have your laptop, doesn't matter. And you can go on there and you can record a video for up to five minutes. Now, yes, five minutes is a limitation. However, when it comes to setting up systems and doing tutorials like we talked about, you want to have each video that you do be on only one task and only one element. Okay, so you wouldn't make a 20-minute video showing people how to blog. You would make a two-minute video showing them how to write a blog post. And then another one or two or three-minute video showing them how to add a video or how to add an image. Each one of those are separate tasks. Each one of those should be a separate video. And when you set up this system, you're actually setting up a library or a owner's manual, okay, or an, I'm sorry, an operations manual so that people know exactly what to do. If somebody says, hey, I have a question about this, great, watch the video on page whatever, okay? Um, I Did you do this the right way? Well, let's watch the video. Did you do what it shows on the video? It removes all the questions. Now, the other thing is, is you don't have to ever train people twice, and it's just going to happen. People are going to get fired or they're going to quit or they're going to move on to something else or business is going to go great and you're going to hire 3, 4, 5, 10, 30 more people. And instead of having to explain it all over again, always start out by creating a video. You can use Screener. You can use something else, but Screener is just a great tool. And when you do this, you now have a library. Okay, uh, that's, This is your operations manual, like I said. Now, another thing that's great about Screener is once you create that video, you can download it and keep it on your computer, or you can upload it directly to Facebook, or I'm sorry, to YouTube, or you can also send somebody a link to that page on Screener. Now, the application that's really good for that is if you just need to make a one-time video that you're never going to show again, but maybe it's for you know, a business partner or for a potential business partner. Maybe it's a video testimonial and you just want to give somebody a quick shout out. You can go on screener, record it, and then just send them the link and you're done. There's nothing to upload. There's nothing to edit and you can make it private or you can make it public. So that's my tip for today, which is screener.com. All of the uh, links that I mentioned in here are going to be listed in the show notes at mikespodcast.com. If you have a question that you'd like to hear me talk about on the show, then please visit mikespodcast.com and click the link on the top right that says join the show, and you may be hearing yourself on this show. Take care. Have an awesome day. God bless. For more great tools and strategies to build your online business, check out mikespodcast.com.